I'm really excited about this episode. I don't have my husband in bed with me right now. I have Mel. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> with a sexy husky voice. I do, I do. <laughs> I was I was woke up and I was like, oh my God, I, I sound a bit dodgy. And he's like, oh, don't worry, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds sexy. Now, we better introduce who you are. So you're a midwife. Yes. From here yep. in Western Australia in Perth, but you also have your own company, which is called Pure Placenta. Yes, correct. So I've been a midwife for, I think I've lost count now, probably like seven years or something like that. Yep. Um, and I've worked in a tertiary hospital, so we've done every level of risk, every level of prematurity, you know, like all the possible things that could happen. Um, had a barber myself who was an initially a home pla- planned home birth, um, but I think wow. I've always had a bit of a hippie side, which is why I got into placenta encapsulation. Well, so that's what we're going to talk about because I have been inundated with messages after mm. I have ate my placenta now I did it with capsules for those who are going oh my god how did you do that but welcome to the podcast if this is your first time joining it is called first time parents I usually record with my husband but like I said I'd been inundated with questions Mm. about eating the placenta and I thought I can't answer these so I'll get the pro in oh wonderful yeah yeah I think it's quite interesting I think there's two different types of people there's the people that have heard about it and are totally for it and then there's people who have never heard about it yeah why would you do this? What What is this and why is it, you know, why is it becoming such a hot topic yeah. in our society? Like, what are the benefits? Like, what's going well, on? Well, so I guess that's the big thing, isn't it? Like, what are the benefits? Because a lot of people, it was funny because I reckon 90% of the people that messaged me were all for me eating my placenta. <laughs> and then there was 10% of people that kept sending me articles mm. um, or things that the Australian Health Organisation has said, don't eat your placenta. There's mm. dangers of doing that. And when I told them in the delivery room I was eating my placenta, mm. they said, oh my God. And I can't remember what it is that sometimes it's like there's, it's, um, it's po- like they're talking like it was a poison thing in it. And I was like, I said, I'm so not scientific. So I'd, I'm not entirely yeah. sure but so that's why I kind of want to talk to you about the benefits definitely look I think with anything you do as well there's always going to be people and I'm sure you experience this a lot during your pregnancy there's people that feel like they need to give you all of the information oh. that they can find that is negative and I'm like <laughs> if you are specifically looking for information that is negative you know you're probably going to find it yeah the important thing to remember so if we look at the placenta from the start so the placenta is an endocrine organ yeah so it actually produces all its own hormones and nutrients so it's what sustains your pregnancy yeah basically it's responsible for you growing your baby so all of that amazing love and nutrients that gets your baby from two cells to a grown little human with fingernails and a beating heart and And eyeballs and eyelashes it's incredible and the one hormone that's the most important is oxytocin yeah um so when we think about oxytocin oxytocin is the love and bonding hormone yeah so when you give someone a hug for longer than 20 seconds or you stare into your baby's eyes or you sniff their head or that's oxytocin oh, that's that feel good god hormone. i love that it's honestly it's <laughs> and that's what they refer to as the birth high it's the yes. oxytocin birth high and i remember actually i saw heidi shortly after her birth and i was like have you even had a baby she was yeah. just you were just glowing. I was high as a kite. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and so that's literally oxytocin. Yeah. You get that hormone going through labour. It helps you have your baby. It does incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, so the important thing to remember is your placenta is actually the biggest producer of oxytocin on this planet. Wow. It's like having 
a massive dose in one go. Yeah. Um, so every other mammal naturally eats their placenta after mm. birth, and the studies have actually shown it's not for cleaning up the birth site, it's not to prevent pre- predators, it's actually for nutritional benefit. So yeah. they're pretty bloody smart, aren't they? Well, I think we all were back in the day, and we've kind of come so far from that now. Yeah. You know, there's such high expectations on us as new modern-day mums. Yeah. You know, we have to do everything right, and we have to be all natural, and we have to go back to work, and we have to have a business, and we have to have yeah. a clean, and we have to do all these things. And yet we've come so far from actually taking care of ourselves. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. And you know? and that's the thing, I think, why I was so excited about eating my placenta because I heard about all the benefits. And the biggest for me was, like, even today speaking to you, I haven't been taking my tablets for the last week and I want to talk to you about this. I've had a placenta come down, I actually think. Mm. Like, I've noticed... Now, look, I've never had another baby before, so I don't know the difference, but I can tell you I've barely had any hormonal blues. Like, I've had, I had them once or twice... Friday I felt like they arrived again like Mm. my emotions were really up and down and I was really tired for the last week now I know that I had so much energy the first you know eight weeks I've been watching you you've just been running around and I'm like have you even had a baby yeah yeah and I was like you know and I I I just I've had so much energy and I haven't really been super emotional I've just been so happy you know what's interesting and I hear that so often as well and that's often when I get the mums messaging me they're going how do you, how do I get more and I was like unfortunately you're gonna have to have another baby we can't just harvest placentas but yeah. um, I actually found a similar thing because my capsules I I found I was so sensitive to them that they lasted three months because I yeah. had to drop my dose down so much okay um, and it was only, I think, at about the fourth month after birth that I started to feel really exhausted because I'd obviously yep. stopped taking them for about a month by then. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, wow, I actually feel more tired now than I did, like, after the birth. I was like, is this what people normally feel like? Yeah. Who haven't had their perception? Yeah. Because the, obviously I'd never had anything to compare it to either yeah. besides all the amazing stories from my clients. Yeah. But, yeah, as a first-time mum, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is actually way more exhausting. So then I had to put myself back on some liquid iron and all those sort of things. And it was then that I realised that I was like, wow, I was giving my body all this nourishment and then all of a sudden, like, although we dosed ourselves down, it stopped and I did definitely notice a difference. And also I noticed a difference during taking them if I missed a day of my capsules. Yeah. Jared noticed. He was like what is going on with you today? You are all over the place. You just seem really agitated. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I have no, I was like, oh, I forgot my capsules. Yeah. So like, I don't think there are one stop. I'm going to fix all your problems, but it's all about putting nourishment back into your body. It's like drinking yeah. water. If you don't drink enough water, yeah. your milk supply is going to be terrible. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's like, if you put the goodness back into your mm. body, your body's going to respond to that. We're basically house plants. Yeah. you got to water us. Yeah. You know, yeah, and funny such as that a good is, point. Yeah, I've been putting the leftover placentas <laughs> all over our garden. I and saw that. Growing. So, 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 talk to me about that. So you've, so you make your, uh, you make your placentas. Yeah. You turn our placentas into capsules yes in, you have a commercial kitchen yes well yep. it is work we're working on the um with the local government at the moment yeah. to get it actually accredited as a kitchen so that's in working progress which is yep. really exciting so we've just finished building it up to that standard as well so you know everything is completely stainless steel everything's yep. sterilized i think that's what takes the longest time is because we sterilize between every stage and every single placenta so there's only yep. one being done at a time yeah um, so it's basically exactly what you would do in the hospital setting, which is what I've taken and created it yeah. in the lab. Yeah. Um, because in my opinion, safety is the most important thing when of we're course. working with mums and babies. And I think for most of the people who do 
tell you about all these risks and it's important that you do know about it, they're talking about people who are untrained, yeah. who might be doing it in their kitchens or in their laundries or God knows where else. Or just blending it up. Up in their, you know, or cooking it up on their stove. And That's what enough. I've heard people do. And look, if you as a mum want to go home and you want to take your own placenta home and cook it up on the stove, that's fine. Yeah. Go for it. But I think when you're giving this as a service to other people, there needs to be some yeah. kind of regulation. And that's what we're hoping is going to yep. come in really soon as well. So we've basically set it up to a standard where, you know, we've met all of those standards that would come in when they do. Uh-huh. So basically, and I film a lot of what I do as well. So, like, yeah. you, if you want to see your placenta be encapsulated, I can film it from start to finish wow. if you really want to see it. Yeah. Um, you should definitely. I've seen it a few times on your Insta story. Yeah, uh, but I'm like, I want more. You yeah, should do, yeah. Do you know it's funny? So many mums say that they're like, it's so therapeutic to watch as well. Yeah. It's so satisfying. Yeah, the, the behind the scenes <laughs> process. So yeah, we're just finalising a couple of videos in the next month or two. Hopefully, we should have one so you can actually see complete start to finish. As wow. Well. And then, so what? Like, so what are you putting on your garden? Is it just like the remnants? Yeah, yeah. and just sometimes, obviously, like some of the blood that comes away as well. <gasps> so oh my God, and then it's making it's all your growing, plants grow it's and it, like I, I heard about this for one of our other friends who was yeah um rosie who was doing the menstrual blood on her plants yes, and i thought yeah. that was hilarious so i was like well you know otherwise we have to pay to get rid of the waste and i was yeah. like so i just take it i was putting it on my gardens and anyone who's ever buried a placenta in their garden like everything grows it's insane why like, do people bury them? Um, there's a tradition in New Zealand where they actually bury them. A lot of cultures do. So if you're wow. not eating it, a lot of people bury it. So I think yeah. our whole thing is it's like do something with your placenta. Mm. Like it's this incredible organ. I mean, if it's not for you to consume it, if you don't feel comfortable with that, at least bury it in yeah. your garden. Your garden will love you. You know, build a tree for your child yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because like, otherwise they literally, people don't realise this, it's like, you know, once you give birth, your placenta's there and they usually check it and make sure it's all healthy. And if you don't do anything with it, it literally goes to medical waste and it gets burned, which is not only That's terrible for our yeah. atmosphere and all that as well, but it's like, imagine all that waste. Like, yeah. It just doesn't even make sense. And that's what a lot of the doctors and midwives have said in the hospital and even some of the hospital managers. They're like, we spend thousands of dollars burning placentas and other tissues every single year. Shit. It's ridiculous. I guess we just don't ask these questions, do we? No, but I think there's so much on your mind, especially for first-time mums when you're going into it. You're like, what do I need? And there's so much focus on the birth and there's so much focus on, you know, do I want to have this? Do I want to bottle feed? Do I want to breastfeed? You kind of forget the most important part, which is that fourth trimester, that recovery. Because you've just run a marathon. It's like you can't train for your marathon and then have no recovery plan whatsoever. Yeah, and that's so true. Like. I actually believe that it helped with my milk as well. Like I have a really great supply of milk. Mm, Again, like I said, (laughs) I've got shelves uh, full in the freezer. I can't compare it, like I said, but Mm. what I have noticed is I had a couple of days of the blues, like I was saying, and my milk has really come in. I felt really happy and I've embraced motherhood. Now Mm. I'm suffering from anxiety as it is. I have had moments of like piercing anxiety and Mm. stuff like that. But in, all in all, I'm like, oh, my God, this placenta stuff is awesome. So when you <laughs> when you went into that, how were you expecting to feel in your postpartum? I think, I think in all honesty, I thought I'd have a lot more baby blues days mm-hmm. than I have. Like, And I was actually quite worried that my anxiety because sleep de- depression oh, is a sure, huge trigger for, sure. for me with anxiety. I've actually worried that that was going to be a huge, problem. a huge problem. But 
in all in all, it's not been. Like I said, I've definitely had anxiety. Like yeah. there's, and especially having a child now, I'm like, fuck, my mum's like. so many decisions though, Yeah, there? and like you just worry about them and little things and I but get obsessed. and Yeah, that's exactly. Because you're using your intuition and that means that you're using that motherly intuition that you're actually doing the best thing for your baby. Yeah. But not only that is the, I know probably a lot of people know as well, but you actually had a lot of things happening right after you gave birth as yeah. well. So you and Memphis being separated, yep. you know, with him were having low sugars. And so yep. although you were probably wanting to sleep and wanting to recover for yourself you were more focused on i need to be here for him and i need to so do this true. i need to pump and i need to do yeah. all these things and you know being on pumping schedules it is hard oh work. my god it is so hard to have a small bubby that has sugar problems and i think yeah. people don't prepare for that as well as recovering from surgery yeah. as well it's huge yeah and also i guess it might might have helped with my c-section like because mm. i had the cesarean because I was out walking 5Ks <laughs> two weeks after. I did the same thing and everyone was like, you're crazy. And I was yeah. like, but I felt like I wanted to be yeah. out. Like I was like, I felt like I've got this energy burst. Like I had like five coffees or something and I didn't, yeah. I didn't even drink coffee. Yeah. So I think I, I attributed that a lot to my capsules as well. Like I would take them in the morning <laughs> and I'd be up and up. You ask Jared now, I'm not a morning person yeah. at all. I know, you're so funny. When you walked in the door today, I'm like, how are you going? Like, well, Half you, asleep. Yeah, half asleep. I'm like, what? It's 11 o'clock, you crazy woman. <laughs> oh, that's so One funny. One of the fun benefits to actually working for myself from home yeah. now as well is like sometimes we have really crazy days but we might have four women deliver in a day, yeah. which is awesome because me and Jared both work full time now. So you'll be yeah. used to seeing him pop in and out all the time yeah. as well. But then it's really nice that we get to be so close with Layla as well. So yeah, it's like which so a- your baby is 15 months. Yeah, yeah yeah so she's she's 15 months old and it's just like it's beautiful because we're like she's walking and we get to spend time with her and I guess the clients are used to if I'm calling them and she's in the background and that's fine as well yeah. so we're so lucky that this is what we get to do that this is our career now. yeah and you know this is what we give to women but not only that it's like meeting all these mums and dads yeah and you know seeing them as so scared and so worried before they go into this especially the first time parents and then seeing them through to being like I feel amazing like this is such a great experience Mm. like you know and it's like I get to gift the experience that I've had to every other parent yeah it's just beautiful well I think that's the awesome thing about working with you like you know um and eating my placenta was that (laughs) you guys have just nurtured us like the capsules have nurtured me you know what I mean yeah and talk to me about that how many women are actually eating their placentas today it's a lot more so when I I've I've been doing placentas for about what is it I think it's four years now really yeah and so it's literally been over doubling every single year so I think you know, we, we really don't advertise that much either. Like, we yeah. never really had to. All of our business comes through personal referral and we're at the expo yeah. once a year. Yeah. But I love that because women won't recommend things that they don't love. Yeah. And that's what I think with mums is the best thing. It's like, I love those personal stories. I think mm. they're absolutely beautiful. And it's like, you know, I've constantly got messages coming and going, I can't wait to tell all my friends about this. I want them all to be able to have the same experience yeah. I did. And I'm like, that's that's to me is beautiful. I love yeah. that. That really, really makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's great for us. So I think at the moment we're averaging, you know, in, in excess of 30 a month. So we're at least one a day. That's, a lot, you, of, that's a lot of placenta. It's a lot of placenta. But as Jared actually <laughs> said to me the other day, he's like, I love being able to meet all the parents. And, Aww. like, you know, it's actually really therapeutic encapsulating yeah. a placenta. It's a very yeah. therapeutic process. Well, it's, that's what I, I it's think. It's like an art. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I think because you're seeing you're going with them on the journey. Yeah. And, you know, you're seeing them, like you said, when they're fearful of, like, what's going to happen and this mm. and that. Because I remember when you came to drop off the little esky for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I was in denial. Am I really having a baby? Like, what the fuck? And yeah. then afterwards it was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. 
Yeah. It was actually beautiful to see that transformation in you as well. And I kind of said to you, I was like, Hides, don't stress. Like, you are, you really do follow your intuition. You're very yeah. in tune with your body. I was like, you're going to do well. All we're doing is boosting you up here. Yeah. You know? And so I get a lot of mums, I think, that do come to me and that they're, they're, there's a group of mums that really are like, I've had depression, I've had anxiety, yeah. I'm so concerned for my mental health going yeah. forward. And those are the ones I really love because they do notice such a difference. They're like, I've been on like, antidepressants my whole life and putting sleep deprivation into the mix and all that. Shit. Absolutely oh, feeling a yeah. hundred times better. Now, have you had anyone, I suppose I'll ask for the negative Nellies out there, have you had anyone that has taken, has eaten their placenta in capsules or whatever or that you know of mm. that has not had a great experience from it? I would say very, very minimal. Like, I yeah. think... Even when my last statistics, 93% of our women had incredible milk supplies. Like, not yeah. even just good, we're, like, incredible. Like, yeah. The, and the amount of times I've heard midwife say, like, oh, my midwife was so impressed my milk was in on day two or day three. Yeah. It was just abundant. And that's what I love is that all the midwives in the hospitals are starting to come up to us now. And yeah. They're like, oh, you know, like, we'd pick up a placenta and they're like, oh, we've got another one in labour that's got a pink esky with it. Oh, and, that's You so, know, we're so excited yeah. for them. And I think it's something that's becoming well known, you know. Like, we work closely with a lot of doctors now as well and they're excited because they're like, I love it. You know, they come back to me with great iron levels yeah. at six weeks. Like, they're like, whatever you're doing is working. And I think the main concern people have is safety. So there's a couple yeah. of things that are important to touch on there. Um, one being people go, oh, what about the risk of infection? You know, it's a body organ that's been excreted. Mm, Should we be yeah. eating it? The important thing to realise there is that if the placenta is not encapsulated correctly, if it's not heated correctly like you would with any other piece of meat, yeah. there is a risk for infection, yeah. which is why it's so important that we know how to handle it and that we treat it properly. Yeah. I always say to women, imagine if you were going to have a piece of steak. You know, would you just go up to the cow and cut it off? And <laughs> no. You wouldn't. Okay? Oh, that's a terrible visual, it's, isn't it? it? Is, why it do is, we eat but, the cow? <laughs> it is. But, you know, it's, it's the thing that it goes through a set of processes. Yeah. You know, they clean it off. They take just the tissue they need. Yeah. Skin removed all those sort of things then it's steamed to the right temperature you know you cook it you yeah. do the right processes if you don't cook a piece of food properly there's a chance that you're going to get sick so true so this is why we have a very specific two-step heating process it's so yeah. important and this goes according to the australian food safety regulations mm-hmm. okay that food must be heated above 55 degrees for a certain amount of time to ensure that we've actually killed the bacteria yeah so bacteria that might be present from birth would be gbs which mm-hmm. you often get tested for at 36 weeks with the little swabs oh yes is that the like um oh no i was thinking of what is it the strep no yeah group b strep group, that's group the one. b strep yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so that's something as well that people are concerned about but obviously in this heating process that removes it yeah sometimes the baby can do a poo in utero that's the meconium yeah the, like, oh so that's tar. that's exactly what the people were saying in the delivery room that i was talking about it's the meconium they were like yeah. aren't you worried about meconium poisoning no, no. So meconium is harmful to a baby if a baby breathes it in during the birth process oh. because obviously it's like that black sticky task. Yeah. The problem is that it can get down into their lungs, yeah. which can obviously cause infection and breathing issues with the baby. Yeah. But with the placenta, it's usually got like a green stain to it and that can comes out. So oh. it's like... You know, like when you submerge something in water and that dissipates. But yep. also once it's cleaned and heated, that bacteria is removed. Uh-huh. And we've worked out that that is safe to do. The only time that it's not safe to encapsulate a placenta is if you have a serious infection inside your womb. And if you do, you will know about it because you will be very unwell. Yeah. 
Um, so I think the whole point of it is that, you know, this placenta is amazing and it is good for you, but obviously if there is something wrong with it and we're not happy with it, I'm not going to encapsulate it for you. Yeah, and has that ever happened to you before? We have had three, I think, in total in four yeah. years and often what they can do at the hospital is they can take swabs of it if they're concerned and uh-huh. hold it for 24 hours to wait and see. Yeah. And if those swabs do come back as positive, we would then disregard that and you would get a refund yeah. obviously yeah um but if they come back clear then we would proceed so there is already a lot of procedures in place between us and the midwives and the doctors because yeah. the doctors and midwives are not going to release your placenta to you if they're not happy with it so true you know yeah. that's their duty of care and yeah there's also our duty of care to you as well so there's a lot of different yeah. factors there's a lot of consent forms there's a lot of things going yeah on as well yeah. so it's no longer just a hippie process in somebody's backyard <laughs> no you know or with a... your blender <laughs> with your, your magic bullet in the kitchen i know <laughs> Honestly, but it's like I work closely with a lot of doctors now and they've basically said, you know, it's come a long way. Like they recognise us. We come in with their pink eskies and they're like, we're happy that you guys are taking the initiative to do the right thing by women and giving them this fantastic experience. You're doing it safely. Yeah, exactly. That's the most important thing. Yeah, well, this is a business. You don't want to be closed down. Do you know what I mean? Like this, And you also, like you said, I feel like that's why working with you and Jared, who we've been banging on about, is your your beautiful partner and (laughs) baby daddy, um, is because you nurture the people that it's you work beautiful. with and not yeah. only that but we also follow them through to six to eight weeks or until their capsules yeah end. so it's like we don't just leave you it's like we're messaging you like yeah. hey how are you going and yeah. most of the time you're like we're fine everything's yeah. fabulous but every now and then a couple of parents like they need to have a chat you know yeah. they're going you know i've had a night where bubs was awake a lot and i just need some extra support and yeah. so i think that's the beautiful thing yeah. is that's like we are a lot more than just oh my god so true like i know you've you've messaged me a million times um in in you know with beautiful advice and same Mm. with my best friend who's also just had her baby yeah yeah (laughs) and so like I said you're a part of the whole journey and I think that's really awesome and I mean today you're here picking up my last seven tablets (laughs) so tell me what are we doing with your last seven tablets I don't know what are are we doing what we're gonna do is we're gonna make you a placenta tincture so a tincture is tincture yeah I know so this is basically to make the placenta pills last forever because obviously yeah. you've got to the point I where want you're them to last forever. She's like, I want them to keep going. <laughs> so basically what we do is we put it into a special solution, right? Yeah. And this is left to get to its full potency for about six weeks. Okay, yeah. so it'll be ready to use in six weeks. Yeah. So. Oh, my God, I have to wait I know, six weeks? I know, Are I you know. joking? <laughs> <laughs> so this is why we always advise to put it onto your birth package at the start. But Shit, I should have done that at the start. <laughs> most women do now. It's quite funny. Yeah. Anyway, so we get to this point and we put it in this solution and then you can use it the same way as you would with your capsules. You yeah. can put the dropper in a water or you yeah. can place it under your tongue for fast acting relief. Okay. So in times of stress, perhaps when you'd return to work as yeah. well yes. and you're having to really pump on a schedule to yeah. keep your milk supply, I've done that and it's hard work as yeah. well, but it's so yeah. worth it. Um, when Bubs is having growth spurts and sometimes you feel like your milk drops, that's yeah. a great time. For me now, being 15 months postpartum and my period's returned. Oh, I my God. I don't it... want to ever get my period ever again. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it's funny. And I think after giving birth, I was like, this isn't as bad as yeah, before. True. But it's also like I feel my milk supply drops just before my period. I feel my energy drops. Oh. I start to get those hormones, you know, imbalances. And yeah. I start taking my tincture and I'm like, oh that like sort of perks me up yeah. for a day or two and then I feel better so yeah. for me that was something I loved I've heard of people saving it for menopause and all sorts of things wow like, yeah you get a lot of like mother-in-laws as well that are like yeah. oh I'm going through menopause can I take some captions and I'm like <laughs> look I can't advise it but I have heard people say some yeah. pretty amazing things so. okay well before you go I have one final question can I eat Mel's placenta capsules this is my best friend yeah look <laughs> we we advise that only the mother takes her own placenta capsules obviously it's come okay, out of her body it. but 
Obviously, I'm not responsible for what you do. Obviously, I know Griffo has been into your capsules. Jared's eaten my capsules. Yeah. So, look, I think, and a lot of husbands ask this, like, is there benefit to me taking them? I'm like, yeah. look, I can't, as a midwife, I can't advise that you yeah. do that. But yeah. I have heard guys, and, you know, they're, they're tired yeah. too. They're run down. Yeah. Like, they're, <laughs> they, yeah, we, they forget about, we forget about the guys. Yeah. But, no, I think guys are a beautiful support as well. Yeah. Like, you know, look. I'm open to hearing the stories. I'll put it that way. Well, I'm supplying her baby with milk at the moment. Are so, you really? Yeah. Actually, that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So she's um, struggling to get milk. I mean, she's actually, it's happening now. She, mm. But I think with the pumping and she had mastitis and stuff. Yeah, she's had a few complications, yeah. hasn't she? Yeah. And it does and it takes the toll as well. And I think the thing she was saying with Bubba is because Bubba's been quite unsettled as well. Yeah. And so not only is she not getting any sleep that's what's going to yeah, affect milk exactly. as well. So. so it's slowly coming in now, but she's just using my milk for top-ups. Yeah. And, yeah, I said, well, I, I think... But I love that yeah, we can share like that as well. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that, and I, that's what I heard. Like, people actually can donate their they milk. They can, they stuff. can. I had no There's idea. actually a milk bank at King Edward where I usually oh, work wow. as well, and it's amazing. So if... And I will do that with the next baby because I just had yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, and so they, you can actually get... They'll get special bags and stuff for you as well. So that you can actually pump and supply it to them as well. So if yeah. you are a mum, who's got heaps of milk in your freezer and you can yeah. donate please do because our premier babies rely on it, it yeah that's so, so true beautiful yeah. honestly and i think it's the most beautiful gift that you could give a friend yeah like, honestly yeah it's like oh you're such a that's what we would have done that's what we yeah. would have done in women's circles back in the day yeah. we would have sat around and if you couldn't feed your baby for whatever complications yeah. going on the next person would feed yeah the, baby. and they'd put them on the boob and that's what i said to mel i was like i'll supply you with the milk i was like but it would be true would it be too weird if i came down and just started feeding you your know baby i actually the- talked about this with a girl friend the other day because when every time a baby latches onto the breast they actually take in your breast takes in the saliva from the baby's mouth and makes antibodies specific to that saliva and that baby's environment so i was like i wonder if obviously we do that for our babies if we had another baby would we then make even better antibodies because we're making two different you know two different immune systems antibodies would that also benefit our baby i thought that's really interesting i was really curious oh my god i'll do some research yeah do some research yeah please tell well and if you know make sure you hit us up mel Mm. thank you so much it's such a delight talking to you (laughs) because you're so passionate about what you do oh look we love what we do and we're so blessed to be able to do it as well and it's it it just it makes me so happy to be able to see other women so happy as well and that's it like i didn't want to say to people like you should eat your placenta do you know what i mean i wanted to give them the opportunity to hear from a professional because (laughs) like i said for me i was like i'm just talking from my experience Mm. but you can give all the facts and information so if people are interested and they do want to eat their placenta where can they find the info Um, pureplacentas.com au is our website but you can also find us on instagram and i think that's probably where most of our women come from because you'll see all of heidi's stories and all the other <laughs> yeah. girls stories so you know you can read all the stories and i think that's the most valuable thing because that's something yeah. you can relate to if someone's yeah. had low iron in their pregnancy or they've had issues with feeding in the past and that's what we you know really notice the difference with is those second and third time mums yeah. who haven't had it with the first one because they really notice a difference yeah. with the second and third baby and they go you know what going into my postpartum now I really know what I want this time. I know what I didn't do last yeah. time and what is really important to yeah. me. So go and read the stories. Have a look at some of the videos that we do. We do a lot of live videos going through from the lab so you can see it all happen. You can see everything that goes yeah. on. Um, and if you want to get in contact, please call us, email us, happy to have yeah. a chat. Awesome. You know, if you high risk or you're having a cesarean or whatever your complications yeah. are, we can work with you. So, Aww. Well, thank you so much, Mel. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you rate it. Um, hit subscribe. <laughs> Five stars from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five stars, baby. Um, Next week, Griffo, my husband, will be back. And um, we'll chat to you then. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, guys.